So how do you combine a busy modern life with your love of traditional crafts? This is the question the fiber artists at Crafty Housewife Yarns are trying to answer every day. How do you balance work, life, family, general craziness, and also have time to try new things? Rip out what's bad and appreciate what's good. Join us as we try to carve out a little bright spot in every day, filled with coffee and crafting, maybe even a little gin and spin. Okay, in this video, this is where this is, took me the longest because I am not uh, I am not a professional weaver at any point at this point. <laughs> She's using, and she'll show you, and I've also linked another video she'd made on her channel um, showing you how to use a warping board. And so, like I said, I had to watch this several times. The idea with the warping board, and if you don't have a warping board, I googled, uh, you know, alternatives for warping board. It looks like you could could even get in like your yard, especially if you're doing something big, which this is a small project, so you probably don't need to, but you could use like sticks in the ground that were evenly spaced. I saw people talking about doing kind of like clips like uh, down the side of a bookcase. Just You pretty much just need anything that's got evenly spaced pegs. Um, I feel like you could maybe even use like a flipped upside down chair if you really needed to, but you need evenly spaced pegs. And the idea is that you're measuring the length of how long you're wanting this belt to be in like a different colored thread. And then you're winding. So this is where you kind of are making up what you're doing. You're winding a path in these evenly spaced out pegs to then you're going to copy your own path with the yarn to make the warp. And that's why it's called a warping board. It's kind of warped my brain, but that's what you're doing with it. And so I don't, it's one of those things that like kind of is an exact science, but you also can kind of make it up. And uh, I know those are always tricky concepts to get, but believe it or not, the fiber arts that comes up a lot. There's a lot of things that are like, it's kind of really specific yet kind of flexible. And I don't know, I feel like there's probably a good metaphor for life in there, <laughs> but that's what you need to do. So this might take a little bit of experimenting, but I try to explain things in a way that people will get because I'm usually confused. Um, so get a piece of yarn that's a different color from the yarn you spun and measure out how long you want your belt to be. And then leave about this much extra. So make it that much longer than like what you necessarily want it to be because you're going to be snipping some strings. Then you're going to get whatever it is you're using for a warping board and I will leave that up to you. You can find, make them, find them on Etsy, create something weird in your yard or on a bookcase, <laughs> flip up a chair, get your kids and make them hold their arms up, you know, whatever it is you're using for a warping board. And you're going to then kind of do a back and forth. And the, you can see in her video and on the pictures, you're doing like a back and forth thing. And then the important part is on the end, you're going to be making an X with your yarn, kind of like a figure eight. Um, and that's because when we're done, you're going to be sticking some like popsicle sticks through there to hold the side of the warp. So that's why the X is really important. So I don't think that this part's that important, but the part at the end where you bring the yarn and kind of do like a figure eight before you head back the other way, that part is really important because that's where you're going to be sticking your, you know, I, she uses popsicle sticks, but tongue depressors or whatever you want to use 
in there for that. So watch her video. She will explain it better than I just did, but I wanted to have my I don't understand what I'm doing explanation of this for the rest of you that might not know what you're doing. <laughs> so that's what this video is about, is actually creating the warp. And that is going to be the part that's going to be the long part that then the weaving, so the long part is what we're making on this warping board with all this crazy loopiness. And then you take the other half of your yarn, because we're only going to use part of it for that. And then you take the rest of the yarn and we're going to be shuttling that back and forth in between it to actually weave the belt. So you have to have the part that's the long part, and then you have to have the part that shuttles back and forth. So that's what we're creating in this video. For the purposes of this video, I already have a ball of yarn ready to go. I washed and measured this, and this comes to 37 yards. And why this is important is this tells me how long and how wide I can make my band. Now, to begin measuring, I have a string here that's about two yards long. And I want my band to be, well, a decent width, so I'm going to say about half of that will equal how many slots I can put it through. So I'll show you in the weaving how that how that's important. But for, for the purposes, so let's say we'll do 22 ends. Or not 22. Ah, that would be if we were doing one yard. We'll be doing 12 or so. Anyway, so we'll tie it onto the warping board. And you can use two chair legs or whatever, or table legs for this, and guide it along the pegs for this purpose. And let the yarn ball run away under the table. Hang on. We'll throw it into this bowl here. All right. Momentary distraction. All right, there we go. Now when we come back up to the top with the second yard, um, length here. I'm going to bring it over this peg where I went under the first time, bring it around and under on the next pass. And what's, what this does is this creates a cross here. This will be super important for threading our heddle later. So when we go down, we go under this peg, and when we come back, we go over it. Keep that in mind. So now we've got three, um, we need to make it up to 12. My math game is not up to par today. Four, over, around, and under. As you can see, I'm sort of squashing it down as we go. So we can fit more on. I'm not pulling this too tight um, while I'm warping. I'm just trying to keep it somewhat even uh, as I'm going around so that it'll come out to be the same way. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you, cameraman. All right. Oh, no, I've lost count. One, two, three, four, six, seven. <clears throat> And back up will be eight. Almost there. <laughs> Momentary distraction brought to you by the three-year-old. All right, nine. 
10. place my scissors. There we go. And tie it off. There we go. Now what I'll do is I took a couple of ties here. And for the purposes of keeping my warp from running all over the place, I'm just going to tie it in a couple places just to keep it in line. I like keeping my stuff in order here. I'll tie it about here as well. Alrighty. Then I'm gonna take these two popsicle sticks tied, to get, tied together at one end with a length of uh, cotton yarn. And you see this cross we made earlier Let's make sure I have all the threads here. I'm going to take these popsicle sticks. I'm going to stick them down on either side of this cross. So you can see there, the cross is in the middle and the different threads are on either side. So that's going to help with warping the handle layer. I'm going to take another cotton thread and tie it to the other side. This is basically the cheap version of what um, weavers call lease sticks, I believe, that do the same thing for larger weaving. Alright. There. Now those will hold that in place. I'm going to lift the entire thing up, but I'm not going to lift it off yet. What I'm going to do is I'm going to lift it off of this peg and move the cross back about to there. This will give me enough room to work when I'm putting it on the heddle. So now I take the entire thing off. And set the warping board aside. Hey guys, this is Heidi from Crime Coffee and Crafts Podcast. It's a podcast where me and my best friend Kristen drink coffee, tell each other true crime stories, and talk about a little bit of artwork, some crafting, some yarn, you know, whatever floats our boat. If that sounds fun to you, give us a listen. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, or just go to our website at www.crimecoffeeandcrafts.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and Patreon. Subscribe. Talk to you soon. Bye. Have you fallen down the cottage industry rabbit hole yet? Well, if not, 
Buckle up, Alice, and click on over to the description in the show notes and sign up. Then you can get ready for the most fun induction into the cult of all things yarn and fiber. This will include, but not limited to, free yarn, free ebooks, patterns, coupons, and much more. You don't want to miss out.